Welcome back to Marathon Swim Stories. I'm Shannon Keegan, swim efficiency coach at Intrepid Water. We're getting into the hot part of summer here in Southern Oregon, but I'm glad to be in, on, or near the water all times of day. I hope that you're staying afloat during this pandemic summer. If you've done the Catalina Channel, you've likely heard of, met, or had our guest, Dan Simonelli, as your kayaker. In 2015, Dan received the Marathon Swimmers Federation Streeter Award for service to marathon swimming, and in fact has supported over 200 marathon swims as either coach, crew chief, support crew, or kayaker. A testament to his own marathon swimming pursuits, in 2016, Dan received the MSF Barra Award for Most Prolific Year, the same year that he commemorated the anniversary of the first crossing of the Catalina Channel in January, a swim tale that he shares in this episode. Enjoy. All right, you're on the spot, Dan. Tell us your story. <laughs> well, um, I, I really actually don't know if it's where to start, but um, I suppose just swimming related. Um, got back into swimming in 2009, uh, swimming in the open water. Um, I had uh, previously been uh, ocean lifeguard and uh, earlier on in my life and then went on to work and family and everything else and just stayed out of the water for quite a while. I mean, it still played around and so forth, but uh, no real swimming. Um, and actually uh, got back in because my, my older daughter at that time um, started junior lifeguards and uh, I started seeing the kids running and swimming and, and it actually got me motivated to, I did a little bit of running in the, in the beach and then went swimming out to the buoy and, uh, and then, uh, while I was doing that that summer, a, a friend said, hey, why don't you come down, swim with us at the La Jolla Cove? And I said, okay. And then he, um, they needed a person to join on their uh, La Jolla Cove 10-mile relay team. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, can I do, you know, a mile or two miles? And I'm like, oh, my, wow, that's, that's a lot. And, um, but I went for it and had about a month to kind of bump up some training and and that was a blast and a great experience and a lot of fun and it kind of just kept on going I never I never left so I kept on swimming. When did you start um, the marathon part of swimming? So you did the relay? Uh, yeah so that happened and um, in 2011 I started getting involved with Catalina uh, swims um, with observing and um, and then 2011, uh, Carol Singh is putting together a circumnavigation relay around Catalina. And I was swimming with some people already at the Cove uh, that were training for marathon swimming. So it was kind of like all around me any, at that point anyway. So they were all doing it for fun. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is a, another big you know, leap. Um, it's about, you know, 50 miles around and you're going to swim, you know, a bunch of times and uh, and, um, so I went for it and that was the best experience. And that just really got me hooked. I mean, I just loved Catalina and, uh, 
And then, you know, really from there, I started seeing the possibilities of, of going longer and just challenging myself. Cause before I'd just go out with those guys and maybe do part of their training swims. And, um, you know, I didn't really have the inclination to, um, you know, go longer myself, but, you know, I, I suppose through osmosis, it kind of rubbed <laughs> off on me. So I feel like I've swam with those people that are, that, yeah, they'll go out for my training swims, but they really don't, they don't have, you know, they're just they're like, yeah, but I'm not interested in it. So you don't know what yeah. kind of flipped the switch um, for you. Yeah, exactly. You don't uh, know what no, it was. <laughs> oh, no, no, not particularly. I, I think just a matter of time. I, you know, as I was saying, I was witnessing a lot of swims, uh, I being an observer and then started uh, kayaking um, soon thereafter, a year or so after. And just seeing a lot of swimmers and seeing their experience and the excitement, and that certainly was a big influence because um, I'd seen a lot of swims before I'd, you know, actually done it myself um, or started training for it. Um, so it just seemed it was a fairly slow but um, natural process, uh, yeah. you know, or, organically. <laughs> yeah. So what was your first uh, marathon swim, your own? Um. I did the, there was, used to be a, a event called Tour of Buoys. Um, I think that was about five miles. Um, so that was the longest at that point. And then um, uh, my friends actually went and did SCAR the very first year, 2013. And, you know, I was like a lot of trepidation. Oh my God, could I possibly do that? And, and I, I regretted not doing it. And as soon as they came back and told me all about it, I got Kent's number or email and emailed him. I said, Oh, I, I got to do this next year. I got to do it. And, you know, at that time he didn't have registration or anything. And so I was just all on top of it. So 2014, um, I went and did scar and, uh, just awesome, amazing experience. Um, and, uh, and then again, I just kind of went on from there. I, I, I had already thought certainly from my experience with Catalina, to that, that was going to be, you know, on the, on the list or, you know, first thing out, but, um, you know, Scar was there and, and I went and did it and it was a great experience. And then from there, I, you know, just kept on training and, um, went into Catalina the following year. So. How do you describe, describe the feeling of completing a marathon swim? Relief. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's obviously the exhilaration, comes and goes throughout um a long swim at least for me you know i'm always visualizing the finish um i'm always thinking about um you know when you feel like why the hell am i doing this and it's just dragging on and uh, you know all those feelings but i just think about the you know it's temporary and you know you're just going through it and and just really wanting to finish uh, and then that focus kind of sticks around for uh, a little while, but um, I just always really make myself train myself to go into just the, the, the now and, and what's happening at the moment and um, enjoying the water um, and, um, you know, enjoying just what's happening around me with everybody, you know, the people supporting you and, and just feeling that love and feeling that uh, camaraderie of, of why we're out there. And, and I've always just gotten a lot of juice from uh, just being out in the wild. Um, so a lot of times in a, um, 
know, especially out in the ocean, uh, you just can immediately look around and say, oh my God, I'm just such a little speck. You know, so it feels like you're in outer space or especially at night. Um, and, uh, you know, just appreciate the whole energy that's, that's surrounding you. Um, especially, you know, if it's choppy and, uh, you know, can take your mind off things, you know, if you're having to deal with your, your stroke and your breathing and, um, and just enjoying the environment. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Um, can you tell us about a swim that you're the most proud of? Um, you know, when I was thinking about that, I, there was, there's really for myself, I thought about my, for myself and then I thought about, you know, the swims I've supported and, and helped with and coordinated, um, for myself, it, you know, I, I think it's, I did Catalina, I did it the first time, uh, in 2015. And then, you know, I felt like I wanted to do something more with it and, um, cause it went really well and I felt really good. Um, and I decided to do it on, um, the anniversary of January 16th, 1516. Um, and, uh, it hadn't been done again at that time since the original 1927, George Young. And, um, and so I just put it together. I, I um, got it together, got the okay from CCSF. That was a problem at the time because, you know, it's not usual season time, obviously, in the winter. And, uh, and that just was, a, was an amazing uh, feeling of, um, I just remember, I'd seen old pictures of all these people, like 102 people that started the race and uh, back in 1927. And, you know, that some people were all greased up and naked and everything else. And, and then just seeing some of the pictures of them starting on the, um, the isthmus, they started the isthmus, not the regular starting point now. So it's a little, about a mile longer. And, um, and I just remember getting up on the beach and not expecting to see like these apparitions of, Oh my God, I'm at the, cause it's the same exact thing, except there's some structures there now, but the same exact um, location. And, uh, and just that feeling I had of the, the push to start and um, just feeling like that was what I was doing for, you know, at least half of it until I started, you know, getting into, it was really choppy uh, for, you know, the first half. And um, so that really kept me going for, for that, that first half. So, you know, finishing that, um, took me a few more hours than the first time. So it was a little more, more of an experience, <laughs> but, um, but just, you know, when I look back at that, I really feel proud that, you know, just, it was unusual. Um, and, uh, you know, just kind of the, the novelty or the, you know, it was neat to, to do it on the anniversary, but for, you know, really that gives me a lot of, um, pride is, you know, I'd, I'd worked with this, um, school for several years. Um, and, um, it's kind of a micro school, um, special needs kids. And we, uh, we, I started having them do a lot of swims and whatnot. And, um, and one of the, I mean, the first thing we did with them was Alcatraz and, um, I took them all up there and they were all in wetsuits and everything else. And, um, and it just went well, everybody did well, everybody did it. And, um, and I remember going back to the cove, uh, the next swim day, um, and everybody was in their wetsuits again. And I, cause we had Catalina relay on, 
you know, set up, but we did Alcatraz first, just to see how everything goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I remember having them all strip off their wetsuits out in the water, right, uh-huh. as we were coming back in from the swim. And I just remember them all going, oh, my God, this feels so good. <laughs> you know, and they're, they're dropping all their stuff because, you know, they were total head to toe, you know, uh, yeah. neoprene. Um, and they're, you know, just having, I made it all carry their, their stuff back in, you know, the, the 50 yards in. And, um, and then we went and did uh, Catalina, you know, a few months later, um, relay, two relays. And, oh, my God, just the amazing experience that was to have them you know you like babes you know opening their eyes and seeing the world and they'd never seen it that way before and um and it just brings up all this your own enthusiasm and and exuberance for you know what we do and um yeah that was i just got the chills that was just a really amazing experience because it's it was so much unknown you know, knowing whether these kids could actually do this and yeah. really taking a leap of faith and, um, and seeing them, especially, you know, coming from their backgrounds of seeing them just focus and attend to business and take care of what they need to do. And, um, you know, everybody helping each other and, um, being excited and, and nervous and scared and, yeah. and exuberant and, you know, finishing and, Oh my God, it was just, it was a wow. crazy experience. It was really cool. Wow. How many kids? Uh, I was two relays, so 12, oh, 12 wow. all together. So yeah, That's two six lot. person relays for Catalina. Yeah. That's awesome. So. Really cool. And I, I can imagine that the, those experiences buoy them through other parts of their life now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's wonderful. Uh, is there anything you haven't finished? Uh, in terms of swims, was that the question specifically? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't finished life yet. Um, thank goodness. (laughs) Yeah, there was a, yeah, I know. There was, uh, uh, my last swim was, um, in 2017 and, uh, um, it was an island hopper swim that I had concocted up in the Santa Barbara Channel Islands. And there's the four island chain right along the Santa Barbara coast. And, um, you know, my plan was to swim, go to out, all the way out to San Miguel and, uh, and swim each channel between each of the islands, um, San Miguel, Santa Rosa, um, Santa Cruz and Anacapa. And then just back to back. So I'd swim between the channels, get in the boat, boat around to the next starting point next, um, on the other side of the island and then swim between and, and just go back to back to back to back. Um, but I got to um uh the anacapa i didn't i didn't do the last swim from anacapa in which is the normal anacapa or common anacapa channel swim um i just i wasn't feeling well uh and um there's something going on and ended up being a, a health issue i wasn't prepared to talk about but that's oh, why wow. i didn't finish wow so um and the, yeah that's that's what's uh kind of been weighing on me so my my swim that i want to go back and do of course is yeah. uh is to finish anacapa um so i i don't have that plan just yet um still dealing with some things and uh but i'm also thinking about swimming around anacapa it's a, mm. uh, coincidentally about the same distance as the channel 11 or 12 miles and um 
And I've done that a few times with other people, kayaking for other people, uh, and it's just beautiful. So, you know, you, I get that sense of I got to go back and finish, but it's not really the same thing because it's I can't. I doubt I'll go back and do the same channel hopper or uh, right. island hopper thing. But, um, but that's yeah, that's been my my really my only um, unfinished business. Yeah. So. Yeah, it sounds like extenuating circumstances too. So, yeah. <laughs> not necessarily something you learn yeah. something from. Or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I learned that I learned that it's still weighs on you, right? But, yeah, you know, even though it's still it's like oh, I got unfinished business. Yeah, it's interesting how that is. Yeah, where's your favorite place to swim? Uh, La Jolla Cove is awesome. I mean, it just really is amazing, and. Uh, and that's my, you know, that's my swimming pool. That's my swimming hole. Um, but I, I love swimming at Catalina. I love going over there and just um, doing some exploring and, and swimming different places. And so I've done that a bunch of times. Um, it's just, it's just amazing swimming by the, you know, around the island, different places. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd love to do that a lot more because there's just so much more to explore there. Mm -hmm. So, so. Uh, how do you adapt to changing conditions? <laughs> uh, freak out? I don't know. Um, That's fair. Yeah. Tracy's nodding. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I think it's part of, you know, when, when, if you train to a point of, you, you really got to deal with whatever comes your way. And if you, if you go out and do the training swim anyway, you just having to, um, you just, you're practicing, you're practicing the mental game of, you know, just going with the flow. You just, you get what you get and, um, and you're going to finish regardless. And that, you know, doing that over and over again, uh, I, I would, and I coach people now to, um, you know, go out in the afternoons here. Generally you get the winds picking up in the afternoons and, um, you know, go out purposely in the slop and the chop and, and do that three or four, you know, five hour swim. Um, I, I, you gain so much from that. And I think, you know, one of the things uh, in the middle of all that, uh, that to deal with it is, um, you know, I, I just always kind of, just kind of go with the, whatever's happening. Uh, again, just focusing on my breathing and uh, um, you know, things aren't happening the way I thought they should happen. I kind of laugh at it, you know, and just take yeah. that challenge, take it up as a challenge and say, well, this is it. This is wild. This is, you know, this is the freedom that this I, is why we do it, you know, right? <laughs> I see. Yeah. This freedom that I, that I, um, that I'm seeking and this is part of the deal. And so that the part of that acceptance um, allows you to kind of just, uh, allows me to to just get work through it and and you know that that uh, going with the flow is um, it's not that doesn't mean that you don't go through all the emotions right yeah. um, you get pissed off you know you get uh, anxiety or you know you just um, um, not 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 accepting it and then um, and then you you know get in back into a rhythm you're like hey it's like when you get cold you know, through a swim, you start to feel shivers and you, know, you start to feel cold and, 
and then you you know you just buckle down and focus on your breathing focus on your stroke and uh and then you know sometime later you're like wow i'm not even cold anymore what was that all about you know yeah. um so the same thing happens i think mentally as we just go ebbs and flows and just knowing having the confidence and again through your training having the confidence that you know you're going to have those dips but then you you know you'll be back up on the on the uh comfortable side right. relatively right right um so i think that keeps me going too yeah being like able to deal talk, with it how you talk about that you know like just like putting yourself in those circumstances i think that's a big one for you know like like you said going out in the afternoon like yes it's choppy or you know going out even when you don't want to and and, and that all of those experiences they really do build the confidence that that you need to get through bigger longer swims I like yeah. how you talked to about, um, you know, kind of visualizing the finish um, and wondering how much you, cause I've heard some people use different ratios, but how much do you think is in a marathon swim is mental versus the training? Yeah. I, you know, the tra the physical part kind of takes care of itself. If you, if you're doing what you need to do, you know, whatever your training plan is and you're putting in the miles and, and, you know, being diligent about that um, notwithstanding injury, of course, um, but you know, the physical kind of takes care of itself. So I, I really, for myself and the people I've been around and, and now, you know, helping others, uh, I really have people focus on the mental from the get go. Um, you know, whether it's trying out your feeds, even on a, you know, an hour or two swim, um, and, uh, and just getting things down. So you're already thinking about that from, you know, even in the shorter two and three hour swims. And what I found that that's happened for me and then subsequently other people is you get to the point where, you know, three hours is just your warm up, yeah. And, you know, you get to liking that time and in the water. And when you do a shorter swim, I mean, I still feel that now, you know, I haven't been going long, long, um, where I just can't just do a half hour or even an hour. <laughs> you know, I, I really am I'm anxious to just kind of get into that relaxed mode you get that you only get you know after you've been in for a while a longer period um so um i i just think people need to really focus on that from so they're, they're thinking about that all the way through and then like you're saying when things don't happen well especially on the longer swims longer training swims um and you're not liking it and just the the mental fortitude you gain from pushing through that um and uh, the excitement of, of knowing that that's what you're gaining from it. And I think a lot of people don't have that perspective. And so it's good to have, you know, some mentors or coaching that says, this is what's going to happen if you push through, you know, mm -hmm. the next time yeah. is, you know, you're going to feel, you just may not have it consciously, but you know, Hey, I did it last time. I can do it again. Yeah. Um, and as you build those, you know, notches in your belt, um, in your suit, in your cap, you build those <laughs> notches up. Um, it, it really goes a long way. And, uh, you know, when you could be even building up to your long training swim, you know, your longer, longest training swim, and then ultimately the, you know, your event, you can really, that you got that in the bank. You really can, uh, rely on that. Yeah. Yep. I appreciate that a lot. Um, Judy was asking a little bit about cold and I was curious when you did that January Catalina crossing, uh, what was the temp? Yeah, it, it actually wasn't so bad. That was why it made it, uh, uh, 
seemingly doable, you know, mm -hmm. it wasn't going to be North channel action or anything. Um, it was 59, 60. So, um, <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, so the biggest thing was just trying to get it in. I, it actually happened to be between in the middle. I lucked out between two storms. And uh, so it was really choppy and sloppy, but um, but it was otherwise fairly nice conditions. Um, but I got in right, it was just a couple of days after the previous storm and then the storm came in the day later. Um, and so that was the, that was the big deal. So the cold, it, I certainly got colder on that swim just cause it took me 13 and a half hours. And, um, um, and, uh, but you know, same thing. I, I, re I remember one of the, th the harsh memories is I remember thinking I started a little bit later. We were trying to let the, everything settle down a little bit at night. So I started a little bit later, I think around two in the morning. So um, 2.30 even, I don't remember. And so I was going into the next afternoon and I remember looking to my, I was breathing to my left and seeing the sun fairly low in the sky. And I went, huh, I wonder what time it is. And then the wind, the afternoon wind was picking up and I started getting chilled from the wind. Mm. And uh, so that was, I guess, about uh, eight or nine or 10 hours, 10, nine or 10 hours in, I suppose. Um, and, um, it was, uh, yeah, I, I just started getting cold and, and feeling like, oh my God, am I really gonna be able to finish this? And it was one of those real tough times of, because I just hadn't felt that exactly before, especially with so many, you know, several more hours to go. Right. Um, and so that was, that was a kind of a brutal time. Yeah, how did you get through that? <laughs> uh, going back to, um, just refocusing and, yeah. you know, thinking about uh, the question of um, denial is a good tool <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, just, um, and, and what I wanted my story to be. I, I mean, I just kept on focusing on the finish. I didn't want to get back on the boat and, you know, have that ride back. And um, I just kept on thinking, this is, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. Um, and yeah. I just didn't, didn't, didn't let that really weigh on me so much. Um, yeah. So that's it's yeah, it's super important. I think having that. Well, yeah, like that person. I, I call you know like perspective. Just like getting perspective in the moment is one of them. The other thing I was thinking when you were talking about that is like having gotten out of a swim and taking the boat ride back and the, well, the process that I did go through to get on the boat, like having had all that experience, I know I definitely don't ever want to have to do that again because yeah. it's way longer than like just going exactly. to the other side. <laughs> exactly. And you know, on that, it's, uh, I don't want to have to, knowing myself and knowing the whole, I mean, this was before my island hopper swim. Um, just knowing what people go through, I didn't want to go through that. And I didn't want to have to go through the, the anxiety or the ang um, uh, angst of, um, of thinking about having to do it again. And that yeah. came up with at a pretty tough English channel swim. And that came up there too. I was like, I, the cost, the logistics, they're coming over yeah. everything else. <laughs> I don't want to have to do this again. Cause I know it's going to bug me. And, um, so yeah, that, that actually is a driving force as well. It's not, yeah. you know, I'm although I'm almost done, you know, <laughs> matter of hours instead of 
days or you know months or years of mm -hmm. perseverating yeah. and you know thinking about having to do it again to finish it so the training and all that that's yeah, a big mo that's a big motivation in the middle of it i don't want to have to come back and do this again <laughs> yeah Thank you, sir. i know Thomas mark and i have talked about that yeah <laughs> awesome um any ideas how we can make marathon swimming more inclusive I, I really think nurturing young swimmers and, and giving them uh, uh, entry into the sport um, in ways, you know, maybe not these big swims right away, of course. Uh, that's, you know, those are real outliers, these young ones that are, you know, doing the longer marathon swims. Mm -hmm. But relays are a great way to just get all the experience in terms of you know what's out there going on the boat you know getting out there in the open ocean um or open water in general and uh and just having fun adventure type you know challenges open water challenges um i really think that that is you know the, the obvious way to go um because you know even if they don't go again or do it right then as we well know we we come back to it and uh, my daughter's a perfect example. My younger daughter did Anacapa a couple of years ago now, and when she was 15, and she's like one and done. You know, she's that's, yeah. <laughs> she just wanted to see the challenge, see if she could do it. But I think it's pretty obvious that you know she's still swimming, not competitively, but you know she still loves the water. And um, you know, I just think that that's a will be a perfect example of she'll go back to it at some point. And whether that's going long or not, it's still right. going out and having the experience in the open water. I think the more we do that um, and provide that or offer that, um, you know, the, the more people will keep the, the sport going and growing. Yeah, I think it's just awesome, just life experience to have too, <laughs> you know, like for a yeah. kid to be able to just go on a relay do like Caroline talked in her about her English Channel swim when she was, when she was young. Yeah, I think it's awesome to be able to, you know, look back and say that you had that experience, whether, it, whether it, you know, whether you ever do come back to it, but having, I don't know, just having had that experience, it seems. Yeah, and a, a lot, it's fun, person. it's fun with the young swimmers too, because they, you know, just their lack of perspective on life is they don't yeah. really, oftentimes don't see, have that perspective of how special it is and, you know, how unique it is. And, uh, mm -hmm. and after they've done it, I mean, I've seen this over and over again now after they've done that and then they start it comes up in conversation or they just bring it up nonchalantly about it and people are blown away and then they start getting this other perspective of oh i guess that was pretty cool i yeah. guess that was pretty <laughs> unique yeah. and special and you know and so i think it you know it certainly helps build self-esteem and you know their confidence in being able to do you know anything really if they mm -hmm. you know put their mind to it and you know put in the, the practice and the effort in the training yeah so. yeah that's awesome uh it's analogous question. to a lot of things yeah it's analogous to a lot of things in life as we well know <laughs> right right for sure um we're running out of time but i want to know what advice you have for aspiring marathon swimmers um enjoy the water uh you know i i've i've done this for myself there's a there's a regular daily 930 group that goes out at the cove and I've just always stuck with them whether I start out with them and then continue to go longer or come you know go back and, and do their little uh hour swim or something in in between my swims but just having fun in the water and 
um, enjoying it just, just to, for play. Uh, and I, I say that during people's training too, you know, do your training, do your training, but leave room for rest and recovery, but also play and just go out there and remind yourself um, why you love the water so much. And I think that really goes a long way. It's helped me immensely, you know, in terms of, um, you know, for instance, the common after swim blues um, after an event. And I just haven't really experienced that too much because I've always had the friends and the, you know, the camaraderie and, and just of people going out there for the love of it and not mm -hmm. training um, and, uh, and playing around and, and just uh, really enjoying it. So I think yeah. if you keep that as part of your training and make that, you know, like, uh, like rest and recovery, um, play. That's a super, that's awesome advice. I love that. Yeah. It's interesting too. We um, interviewed Vera Rivard on the 16 year old in Vermont on Thursday. And she kind of said the oh. same thing. She's like, well, she was, I think, anyway, but just, <laughs> but like play, play in the water, you know, invite people to come play in the water is a way to get more people doing it. So anyway, I just love that. Yeah, totally. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. I feel like I have a million more questions, but it's already quarter after and I want to be respectful of people's time. So thank you so much for your time. Yeah, today. this was, this was great. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And um, I look forward to seeing all the others you have on here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or come back anytime you want to get idea. up at five thirty in the morning. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You can come anytime. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you right, so much. Have a great day. Bye right. everybody. See everybody. Are you ready to swim smarter? Check out my virtual Efficient Swimming Basics program at intrepidwater.com. I hope you enjoyed today's interview. If you'd like to be a guest on Marathon Swim Stories, just email me, shannon at intrepidwater.com. Please stay in touch by joining our email list at intrepidwater.com. Thanks for listening.